welcome to a brand new episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. I'm Hakeem. Jacob. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Today we are going to be talking about... Guys, I'm gone. Guys, I'm gone. <laughs> I had to, get, I had to judge gone. his reaction. For those of you that didn't know, if we're going to talk about some news. What the fuck? Is that Taylor Swift's new single? I, that's Miley Cyrus's new album. Oh, Miley Cyrus. Yeah, she got catitude. She's has, what? That's what she was saying. She has catitude. Yeah. Is that an STD? She loves her pussy. Oh, okay. I love her pussy too. Yeah. <laughs> While Miley's back, I see. <laughs> She's back doing stuff with Mike. Will made it. Is she really on this album? Mm-hmm. How many songs is it? It's just six. It's a little it, EP. Let's review that. You know what, guys? And Ghostface Killer is on it. Oh, we have to review it. Sorry, everyone. Yeah. We actually have to review Miley Cyrus's yeah. album. Thanks, Sorry Jake. About that. Thanks, Jake. Maybe, maybe we could do like a little pop pop album review. Let's do let's do hers and let's re- Jonas. Let's do we'll do the Jonas Brothers. Let Aaron come back. That's Disney. Oh That's my idea god! Right there. Aaron, Aaron, you're invited. Aaron, you're you're for sure listening because you listen to every episode and and we love you so much for it. Yeah. So. Um, so, yeah. yeah, so be prepared to record that one, buddy. We'll clear your schedule. Start listening to Miley Cyrus, and we have to listen to the Jonas Brothers. Trippy Red's Disney, too, right? I hope, man. Orlando Brown. Were <laughs> you saying that Trippy Red looks Trippy like Red. Orlando, Orlando Red Brown? looks like Orlando Brown. Do you really think so? I really think so. Man, you guys, if you haven't listened to I don't know who's him, crazier, though. Orlando like Brown, human Orlando being. Brown by like fifty-five miles. Well, what if he just channeled that craziness into rap? And now he's he just, he does rap. It's horrible. It's it sounds like oh four little Wayne, but like with none of the clever punchlines. You know what I mean? I won't go to that. <laughs> uh, yeah, you'll catch me listening to. I won't, I won't go to that. What do you mean? What is it like a dark place? No, it's just I, music. That's not music. <laughs> It's barely music, but it still sounds words. Okay, and shit. so what you know? What you got? Something, something oh, useless uh, for us? Playboy Cardi shares a birthday with Tupac. Okay, cool. Actually, guys, let's fa- yeah, he does. Okay, uh, did you know that in the nineteenth, nineteenth, the thirteen? Jesus, I have dyslexia. Shout out! In the eighteen thirties, ketchup was sold as medicine. Some people, y'all, still eat it like as medicine. Stop it. Wait, I'm so sorry. I was trying to find out if this was real or if it was just a meme. Please tell me. Well, that that, that first. No, no, it was a meme. Cardi and Tupac are the same people. Hang on, Cardi was born on. Hang on. Oh fuck! Look, we we have technology. Alexa, what is Tupac's birthday? September. Tupac Shakur was born on June sixteenth, nineteen seventy one. Alexa, what is Playboy Cardi's birthday? Playboy Cardi's birthday is on September 13th. <laughs> so it's I, got, I got duped. I got memed. <laughs> okay, so mine, let's see if I can read this Please correctly. somebody give me a donkey Ketchup sound. was sold in the 1830s as medicine. What would they treat? I don't know. What but y'all need to stop eating ketchup? ketchup like that. I love ketchup. I don't like ketchup. I, I like ketchup on a burger, and I like mustard on hot dogs. I, and I that's like, the way like it is. I like both of those on both. You put ketchup and mustard on a hot dog? Yeah. That's a little bit blasphemous to me. Like, it's Sorry. it's literally... That's the only thing I segregate is my condiments. And then, but blue cheese goes on everything. Mm. <laughs> that's just moldy ranch. <laughs> moldy ranch. <laughs> All right, we got some news? Yes, so uh, Meek Mill gets an apology from the Cosmopolitan Hotel. Uh, they admitted that... Uh, Meek Mill had no prior incidences at the Cosmopolitan Hotel, and they really just sort of panicked and uh, reacted poorly. So he got a public apology. I don't know if he's going to get any money out of this. I think. I think. The, well, I read an article that said his lawyer wrote a letter asking for an apology, and that okay. was going to be it okay. initially. But they never heard anything back, so I think that they filed a suit. So that uh, may get redacted. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe it will. But Meek Mill does deserve an apology. You know, he really has made a drastic turnaround. I think it, if he goes, I think it'll, if they did file a suit, it's going to get canceled. If he goes to try to sue for that, yeah. like, that's just, I don't know. I think he's going to kind of get clowned for that, like, you need more money. Like, it, I get it's like the justice I mean, of he, it. 
it's the justice of it, but it's also just the fact that he got blatantly discriminated against for, for and had no other reason no other reason to be discriminated against other than he's a black rapper. Yeah. Know? No, it would Which be cool if terrible. he came out and said whatever I whatever comes in by this settlement I'm going to give to X to sure. f- to fix this issue. Now Maybe, that would be that'd I feel be awesome. Like this will just stop at the apology. I feel like that's what Meek Mill wanted was an apology. So yeah, and if if it does get settled, it's probably going to be behind closed doors. And right, we won't know. We won't know about it. We won't know. We won't know what it'll get. So, what else you got? A smidge of UFC news I wanted to throw in in the beginning was that Yoel Romero, who is a uh, middleweight fighter, number one contender, badass Cuban, forty-one year old UFC fighter. But anyways, he sued a uh, a supplement company that supplied him with his supplements and he was flagged positive for banned substances. He blamed it on this on this uh, company. Turns out it was this company. He gets $27.5 million. He's done fighting. <laughs> I really think so. Like, why, why, you, there's no reason for you to fight. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah, I mean, that's that's Connor money. I mean, you'd have to be making Connor money for him, for me, to and, go back into the And ring. no way he would never make that much as a pay-per-view. And also, he's like over 40 years old. Yeah. So, just wanted to throw that in there. Shout out to Yoel Romero. Uh, another thing was Wiz Khalifa was on Joe Rogan's podcast. That's probably pretty entertaining. It's a good podcast. I'm about halfway through with it already. But Wiz told Joe that he smokes an ounce a day. He smokes an ounce a day, ladies and gentlemen. And it's like ounce. water. I mean, <laughs> Wiz Khalifa needs weed like he needs water. Yeah, yeah. Like an ounce. I mean, I'm sure he's giving blunts off to people or joints off to people because I don't think he really smokes blunts like that. But also, he has his own strain of weed, so he can pretty much smoke whenever he wants. But I thought that was pretty entertaining. And the reason why Joe had him on is because he's been talking about him lately, changing his physique mm. since he and he's been training in Muay Thai and mixed martial arts. So Joe had him on, and uh, that was pretty, it's pretty entertaining podcast. But an ounce a week is absolutely fucking insane. Yeah, or an ounce. I'm excuse me, a day, an ounce a day. Oh, God, Gives an ounce a week months. for most people is a lot. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I feel like an ounce that would last most people probably like a month. Yeah. Maybe longer. Mm. From from what I've heard. Yep. But uh, last thing here is uh, Cardi B might be facing stiffer charges. And for those of y'all who don't know, she did drop a single yes. today called Press, which maybe has something to do with this uh, assault trial well, going further. She's just a hot name right now, and every media outlet and tabloid is talking about her because it's a money grab. Do you so think she has? Too. Do you think she has the staying power of Nicki Minaj? Um, Nicki's been in the game over ten years. This is. There's been a lot of like attention to women. Now, I don't want to say women's rights because that sounds dated, but. The women's movement, the Me Too movement, is huge right now. There's a big push for powerful women. I mm-hmm. think if Nicki Minaj were coming out at the time, Cardi B is. I think. I mean, Nicki blew up and it was astronomical, but I think Cardi B's kind of surpassed that, in my opinion. You think? As far as pop stardom, right now, yeah. No, no, right now, yes. But what I'm saying is, does she have the staying power of Nicki Minaj? Can she? Are we going to see Cardi B? I think ten she, years from now. I think so because if if the if the women's movement, I don't I don't mean that to sound sexist, but there's a big talk about women. Well, an in, emphasis in the media on right women now. being included in everything the same way that men are. Yes. Yeah. So I think she's going to have that kind of nostalgia about her. So I think she's going to be kind of a part of that for a while. I agree. I also think she. A good example is this track that came out press. I'm I'm uh, I'm very hot and cold with Cardi B. I think that she same. puts. But I do think she puts forth a better foot when when it comes to rapping. Better than Nicki lately, Nikki you know? Gim- well, Nicki had gimmicks even in the beginning like, with the the mixed like voices. Like there were but things that, was that made cool. her different. And Nicki and it was, was cool. and Nikki was rapping like she was she was rapping her ass off, kind of the way Cardi is now. But what I like is, I mean, for Cardi is still very sexual, but she she still raps. You know, she makes it uh, at least entertaining. Nikki kind of went from like rapping, rapping to just I'm I'm a slut. Yeah, you know, and she kind of embraced that, not slut shaming, 
just saying that she embraced that that look and that you know in her in her songs. Yeah. But Cardi B does it in a way that I feel like it is empowering. And I really do like this this song that came out recently and she really is just plastered everywhere all over the, yeah. the news. You can't really escape Cardi B right now. So the song yeah, the I, song's I, great. And social media is more prevalent than the, when Nicki was coming out, which is crazy to think. But I mean now we have Twitter, everybody has a smartphone. When Nicki was popping it was you still had people that had flip. It was like MySpace. And, yeah. It was still MySpace. Uh, so she didn't have the the tool that a lot of these newer no. artists have. No, 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 not at all. But also Cardi B. I mean, this one, this could be like Bodak Yellow. I think. Uh, you think it'll no. hit that? <clears throat> no, because it was too inappropriate at times. Okay. It's not going to be as big of a hit on right. the radio like Bodak Yellow was. Yeah. Because that was still a catchy song when you censored it. But it'll get viral. Oh yeah, I mean within the hip hop and Cardi B fans, yeah, it's gonna be huge. Will Especially it be a pop hit, probably not. Okay, yeah, you're right. I guess I guess you're right. It won't I mean, Bodak it won't hit Yellow. That level. Bodak Yellow was a pop hit because of how good it was. Yeah, well, it was and, very catchy. And then Barty or Cardi was technically really a pop hit, and that was because you had the the follow up to Bodak Yellow and the addition of Twenty One Savage. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna get some some pop grabs there. Definitely. I also think the cover itself is also kind of provocative. You know, she's pretty much she's naked, yeah. and she has the word "press" over her vagina. So I thought it was good. It was good to bring up. Yep. What you got, Jake? All right. Uh, I sent you this video. I heard about it at work, so I I looked at it. Cody Lee on America's Got Talent. Um, he is a blind. I think he's 22. He has autism, um, and he played the piano. And he comes out, and he he doesn't speak well. He's he's low functioning. Ascent, I mean, when it comes to interacting with people, and the the mother talks about that and how music had really saved his life. Well, they ask him questions, and he's he doesn't speak very fluidly. Well, he gets to the piano, and this is this is what happens. Keep it going. Keep it going. No, let it, let it, I don't think they're going to censor us for no, Mary's Got no, Talent. Fuck no. Let it play. That is crazy. Wait, wait. Come I'm on. A, I'm going to skip to where skip he Skip a little is, bit further. high notes. Yeah. This, he sounds like fucking like John Mayer. Some Frank Ocean yeah. shit, man. Stupid man. God. This dude had the wheelchair section on their feet. I know. I know. That's a joke. But it's incredible. <laughs> I, literally everybody was up there. That's incredible, bro. That just goes to show you how amazing the human, human body, the human mind is. And, um, just our ability to get good at stuff. Yeah. If if it really suits your wiring, then mm-hmm. you know you'd be great. That's a that's a tricky. What's his name? Uh, Cody Lee. Cody Lee. Years old. Shout out to Cody Lee. I hope he wins. I think he will. That's a tricky um, issue to deal with. I know a lot of people who have kids with autism, and have, I've actually worked with somebody with autism, and just the spectrum of how like high function. Like I know a lot of people that you wouldn't know. And then some people, it's just debilitating, mm-hmm. and it's really just the work that your your people around you put in. Mm-hmm. Like a kid I worked with, I won't tell the whole story, but he was had a tragedy in his life. His mom was working with him when his mom was out of his life. He kind of went downhill, and then they they picked him up at him at school, and like, hey, this kid has some potential. And he worked at, at Moe's, where I used to work through high school and out of high school for us for like three years, and he was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
But yeah, that's that's a tough thing, and a lot of times it goes undiagnosed. Yeah. So, check that out. It's pretty much everywhere. If you didn't, if you don't have Twitter or Instagram, you probably didn't see it. But I mean, it was everywhere. It's very it's very viral. But I'm glad that something so positive can get viral, and I, and I'm very happy to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, last thing we want to talk about here is a guy who hit us up on Instagram that Jake mentioned to me. His name is Zach. I'm, assu- I'm assuming he pronounced it Zachiel. Zachiel. All we've all we've had communication is just through Instagram. Yeah. So wow. Zachiel, his uh, he released a single called Elohim L last year in 2018. We'll play a little. We'll play a little bit of it. Very much common. Yes. Common. Very. I knew in the first 30 seconds it was gonna be good. You love common. So well, you were no, I'm talking about the way it was like mixed. Mm-hmm. It sounded very professional. Very high quality. And most of the time when I, when Jake said this, I was like, oh. That's, see, that's what I thought. When I saw the comment, I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah. Another Fruity Loops guy using his Please do not spam PC. our page with that stuff, though. I'm not I'm not a big fan of that. I If you want, if you guys, if you really do have something you want us to take a look at, slide, us, slide in the DMs. With a link. I, I listen to them. So if you yeah. send it, I'll listen. Hakeem may not listen. Jake so is the filter. Jake is him. the filter. Because I really... Guys, I listen to so much music, and I work two jobs. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty hard for me to even bother with the Instagram, but I, I have been having fun with it. We've been trying to promote more, get more active on there. But if you guys really do want us to review your stuff, please just... Uh, Slide in the DMs. Yeah, I'll see it. Um, but no, I sent this to you before I even finished the song. Like in that 30 seconds, that's when I sent it to you. It was mixed well. The vocals are extremely well put together with mm-hmm. the beat. Uh, nothing's overpowered, which a lot of times you do find that in underground or low-budget music. I, I want him and If I Nero to work yeah. together. So Yes. So, Zachiel, we told you we'd send you the message when you hear this. Look up If I Nero. He's on iTunes, Spotify. If you'd like, we'll, we'll exchange. Just hit us up. Um, so for those of y'all, check it out. He's on iTunes. I'm not sure if he's on Spotify. If you want to follow him on Instagram, it is Z-A-K-E-E-E-L-7. How many E's check was that? Three, three E's? That was three E's. Three E's L7. Yes. Dope. Check it out. Dope. All right. Let's get into YG's oh, for real. <laughs> let's get into it. Jake, uh, I know... I don't know why. I think I was having trouble sort of getting into the album. So I saw that YG spoke with The Breakfast Club. And normally I'm not big into Breakfast Club interviews anymore. They're very corporate and safe and predictable. Yeah. I, you need to listen to their podcast. Their podcast is good <coughs> because they'll post the stuff like non-hip-hop related. So right. like when they interview po- politicians, designers. I don't like when they do those because I, I feel like they're just very left-leaning. And I'm not I'm not necessarily a, a conservative guy, but I'm not really overboard liberal either. I'm somewhere in the middle, guys. Well, they've been I'm doing figuring it out. They've been doing like authors and stuff too. I think they know that their like audience is grown up now, and I don't think like the young kids. That's I think that's why you're not seeing a lot of like the super new like SoundCloud rappers get interviewed by them because they know they that also fan don't do base, don't do a lot of press yeah, either. That fan base I don't think is gonna sit there for an hour and, and watch an interview. No, but remember how many we used to watch? Oh, we watched them all the time. I think that's why the they're kind of growing with the audience a little bit. Right, um, but. But the reason why I brought him up, though, was because YG was up there, and uh, he came in and did an interview with them. He's done a couple in the past. YG's very much just a very stoic uh, interviewer. Doesn't really say a lot, but he was—he seemed kind of defensive. He's always composed. But he seemed kind of defensive and agitated during the interview, and I, I'm not really sure why, but somebody at Rolling Stone did an interview or did a, uh, excuse me, a review of the album and kind of just gave it some criticism. Yeah. Gave it two and a half out of five stars and why'd you well, go, let's fuck that guy. Let's give The Breakfast Club a little credit. Say what you want about Charlemagne. He can be a meme, but he's a tough interviewer at times and he can be very harsh. And that he wasn't that could be... No, no, no. But they weren't asking him hard questions. They were being very polite to him, but he kind of got snappy at Angela... And then he, um, Angela Yee, one of the co-hosts, and then he pretty much goes on to say, like, fuck this guy. He doesn't understand the album. But the guy said that the album sounded very rushed and kind of sounded like he wanted out of his record deal. And in the interview, 
YG says my back end wasn't necessarily right. Like his paper, like the paper side aspect, yeah. he said that. So it makes me wonder if he did want to get out of his record situation. He also said this was supposed to come out when he was going to perform at Coachella. Right. It got pushed back. Another thing was it was it was also supposed to be a full hundred uh, album. It was supposed to be a collaborative album. Didn't turn out to be that either. So this seems like it was uh, pushed out. YG had this. He said the whole album was recorded around the time Coachella was out. And the only thing he added on later was the last words to Nipsey. Okay. He said that that was all he added on. So having that in mind, this album to me sounds a bit all over the place. It, it does. I think this is... I think the, the first three tracks, excellent. Like, I think that was the theme that the album was supposed to be. Right. And, and we're, this is speculation. That, that, at least those three tracks, if it would have stayed on that theme, this would be probably top five of the year for me. Go Loco even could have slid in there. Yeah, Go like, Loco's a good... I mean, that, that was a very effective single because it, it did shake up what we thought Shout out to Tyga. He's, having, he's like the Madonna of hip-hop. Just when you think he's gone. Yeah. He back. comes back and he's like, yep, I got another hit. I'll be gone in five years, but... He'll slide back in somehow. Tyga? Tyga? He did that shit on The Breakfast Club, too. But, I don't know. I, I was very hard, like, I was very high on the first four tracks. And then, just from there, it just kind of stuck. Like, Stop Snitching, that was a funny song. I get it. It was as classy as you could be to 6 9 Bitch. Yeah. Snitch. Bitch. Snitch. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> bitch. Snitch. I mean, he never called him out directly, but we all know who he was talking about. Yeah. He was already kind of talking about him. Everybody, you know what makes me laugh about hip hop guys? The fact that when Six Nine was out trolling everybody, nobody said a word to him. Nobody really stepped to him. They didn't want it. The moment he went to jail, fifty people just come in and well, just start talking all sorts of shit. YG did come out of it first, remember? Because he said yeah, he was the he, fake blood. But he kept, he kept, just kept going at him. Yeah. YG did nothing. Well, I think YG, YG, knows. YG has charges. YG, I think, I think is mature too. I don't really think he would. I'm not saying he should have like shot, yeah, uh, Takashi Six Nine or anything, but definitely could have, you know, trolled them back in some way. But yeah, there's not really a spectrum either. Like, no, okay, they stepped to him and they really actually shot at him or and kidnapped him, or no one's saying shit until he's locked up. Right, right. It's, it was very strange. So that song. So really, I, I, I get, I can get with the top five. Okay. Top five, top five, top five. I think towards the bottom half, the worst songs on there. Keisha had a baby. I'm sorry, Mikkel, but when I listen to Keisha had a baby, what's the point? I, right, 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 right. I was expect there was this there was this sort of narrative going on about this girl who maybe was trying to get a get out of the hood at one point, but then just keeps getting yeah. Kind well, of the beat first down the first and, verse is talking about how she's with this girl, or he or she. Okay, let me back up. It's, back this, up, it's a relationship, and she's with this guy in high school. They break up. Mm-hmm. She gets with his best friend, who's in, he's good at basketball in high Typical. school. He makes it to the league, so that's the first verse. Right. The second verse picks up. He makes it to the league. They're at dinner. His his phone rings while they're at some like she, date she night. She finds out he's cheating. Yeah, and he says, where are you going to go? We have a baby. And then... She like, had a baby. And it just, the third verse leaves it with... Like all these questions, there was no point. Like, was she still pregnant? No, like, she had the baby at the point of the right, second verse. Right, right, right. Okay, because he right, says, right. "We have a baby. Where are you gonna go?" Right. Keisha and, had a baby. And like in the third verse, she tries to call Ray. I think is his name. Can we make boyfriend. that a, a sound? No. On the, Keisha no. had a baby. When I heard the first, I was like, "Okay, he's kind of doing like a Brenda had a baby." Like, mm-hmm. I was like, "Okay, he's little sh- Kendrick." I see what he's doing. Right. And it just. Didn't the it, I, at the end I was like what the it fuck? didn't go anywhere. This, why was this on the album? It didn't go anywhere. That was also kind of weird. That song gets a one. Go Loco has gotten accusations of being like cultural appropriation, but I don't want to take it there. I think it was a as a, it was like you said, it was an all right single well, single. Keisha had a baby when that it really went got nowhere. when it really got ethnic for lack of a better term. Mm. It was somebody from that culture. Right, saying what was being said. Right. It would have been different if if Tyga and YG were in like sombreros, looking like the th- three. I think amigos. they were. In they were in the video, but 
I'm talking about just coming out in. You oh, know with like mustaches. Yeah, you know what I mean. Really putting on like brown yeah. face, essentially. <laughs> yeah, through through their voice. Right, 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 right. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah, yes. I know what you're saying. Uh, it's funny that Keisha had a baby wasn't really wasn't really the story that that YG wanted it to be. But then you go down to play too much, mm-hmm. and I thought that was a much better sort yeah. of way of. It was a much deeper story than Keisha had a baby as well. It was about this girl who kind of just is beaten down by her the society she grew up in and the her family just not being there for her. She was saying it in a really sad way too. just sounded so depressed and you could yeah. feel the weight of that track. But that's the on the bottom half. Mm-hmm. I can go back. That's the stronger really, strong one of the stronger songs. I can go back to Heart to Heart and play too much. And that's okay. really about it. Meek that I Mill would go back did to. great. Yeah. On, Meek Mill, Meek Mill, man, he's he toned down the screaming, and he does sound better. Like he sounds sober. I feel like, yeah. And, which I'm really happy that we're starting to hear more from Meek Mill. I'm I'm excited to hear more from him. I'm not always the biggest Meek Mill fan, but his features are really good. And on play too much. Shout out to Safe. I mean. She did outstanding on that song. That's one of my favorite songs. Um, no thank you for the g Easy feature. I didn't need two in a month. Yeah. Hey, hip-hop gods. Didn't need to hear from g Easy twice in a month. Okay? Uh, hey, this was- hey, Jake. If it smells bad, I ain't sticking my tongue in it. That's that's the titan of hip-hop. Yeah. Jake. I- I was that a Titan I verse? Didn't, I never agreed with with his claim to be a Titan. Jake, what's that G-Eazy poster doing over There's there no in the left poster. corner? Nobody There's... can see this, but he has five G-Eazy posters up there. I do. I'm wearing G-Eazy underwear also. <laughs> There's a fan letter up there saying how you, he inspired the podcast, which is not true, Jake. G-Eazy did not inspire the podcast. That's you right. fucking That's creep, right. dude. You G-Eazy stan. I'm a G-Eazy stan. Oh, my Terrible. Terrible. Uh, did not like him on that one. Kamaya was... Both of her features were really good, but I think the the stronger song out of those two was Do Yo Dance. Yeah. Did not notice Ty Dolla Sign on there. Thank you for 55 really Ty Dolla Sign features in a month, though. Hey, that dude's in his bag. He's just yeah. cashing out on the pop. Dude, I didn't know you got Beach House on vinyl. Beach House 3? God. I'm going to have to, like, Snapchat or Instagram my whole room here now. <laughs> You will not find any Ty Dolla Sign merch or G-Eazy merch. Where's Jack, guys? That's because it's hidden. Hashtag where's Jack. Yeah, where's Jack? Where's Jack? In the box. Today. That's right. And this is this was a par G-Eazy. I mean G-Eazy. Oh, my done. God. This was a par YG album. No, I think this was slightly below par. While we were, what, what I mean is I can go to about all of his albums and pull the same amount of songs off. Still crazy, bro. I like Still Brazy. Still Brazy is amazing. Top to bottom. To me, that is... That's where YG shines. My Crazy Life is also a good example of where I YG like that shines. One. I like Stay Dangerous. There were some songs on there. Wasn't a fan of Stay Dangerous. I would say I could listen to this one more than I could Stay Dangerous. However, the weakest parts of this album to me were... Uh, uh, excuse me. Keisha had a baby. Was Keisha the had a baby was point. pretty was pretty low. Do not disturb. I I didn't care for it. Um, Stop snitching was okay, but it but I I'm good on it. I think it was a little annoying. Yeah, it's a little bit too you know too samey. The best track on here for me is Hard Bottoms and White Socks. That's that's my favorite. Probably one of my favorite YG songs in a while. That one went yeah. into my year end list. That song's really good. In the dark, grow me a lot. The I think what the concept of that, by the way, is he's like blacked out drunk. Yeah. <laughs> what did you notice? That this was the biggest thing I noticed about the really the first three tracks. Mm-hmm. His rhyme schemes on this were just very, I think, experimental. It was mm-hmm. I, I've never heard YG kind of be at, like in the dark. Was just it's the same and it's kind of repetitive. Mm-hmm. And I heard a, I saw a criticism about that, like how monotonous, simple. Well, how simple the rhyme scheme is, which simplicity can be. Great Jay Z is very always uses very simplistic rhyme. Yeah, and it's it's impeccable. consistent. And when I saw it, I was like, "This is kind of experimental for him." But I think I, I liked it. I really liked those first three tracks. And you put on your Snapchat that 
YG may have had oh, the, yeah. the best album of the year. Yeah. For two tracks in. I was and really excited. I went and listened to it after I saw that and I was like, no, he's right. These two tracks are hard. Oh, and then really in the dark, good. I was like, this is kind of experimental. I was like, I still kind of like it. That's the song that's grown on me the most. There's a there's a music video out for In the Dark. The first three tracks are, like I said, phenomenal. I uh, overall, I would I would give this album, guys. I, I'm I can't really talk much more about it. I would give it a I would give it a six. Yeah, it's it's definitely above average. Uh, the the problem is Keisha had a baby is is not that. It's great. not focused. It's not it's not focused. It's I would prefer a little bit more G funk. Like those first, like the first song in particular, and more like Do Your Dance. I think those are two really great tracks. I would like something more like that for YG. Uh, but other than that, the only features I, I really enjoyed was Kamaya's and Tyga's. And, oh, excuse me, uh, Meek Mill's too. Yeah, Safe, Safe too. That felt like her song too, more yeah. so. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So I'd give it a six. I would recommend it if you're a YG fan. If you're not, listen to some of his singles. And if you want to hear more, go. I would still recommend Still Brazy over this one. Yeah, I, I, mean, I think that's his best, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. So what would you give this album? A six. You'd give it a six? Yeah, I mean, the replay value you've got uh, in, in my heavy rotation, you'll probably get in the dark on there. And that's about it. Okay. Okay. Shout out to YG. I hope. Uh, I mean, Hard Bottoms and White Socks was dope too. That may that may make it as well, but yeah, the I, tracks I would go back to would be the first three. I really hope that if it's uh, if it's label issues that's making YG not want to create right now, uh, I really hope that that gets resolved because yeah, I know yeah. how stressful that can be. And Nipsey was a artist. big blow to to that yeah, definitely that, the area in definitely. general. I really liked his tribute to Nipsey too. So. It was very. True. Yeah, he he knew him. So, so it did. It was, I did it hear a lot of people saying like that. You probably could have done better. Like when I read it, I expected him to be like kind of. He's doing not an like emotional a, person though in that regard, you know. But when I heard it, I was like, okay. This is very. This is very true to him. This it's is very real. Yeah, it's very real. All right, we come back. We're gonna talk about Beast Coast. Stay tuned. Hey guys, hope you're enjoying the episode. Make sure you give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at HLHPO. Also, give us a subscribe anywhere you're listening to podcasts. And make sure you give us a rating on the Apple Podcast app. Greatly helps us out. Keep enjoying the episode. Hello everybody, welcome back. Uh, Jake, we're going to do What You Rockin'. Yeah, what, I'll go first. You always go first. All right, thank you. Rocking the New York to Paris. Those came in this week. They're nice. I, I, I went for both, and these are the ones I got. I want everybody to know that, shout out to all my friends on the come up, but I'm the godfather of the sneaker, s- sneaker game in my friend group, and the godfather's looking down at all his children, and Jake is obviously the one, probably probably Jake and Wade are the most thriving motherfuckers because they get all the exclusive releases. But then, uh, shout out to my friend Andrew, he was telling me, he goes, so I had four shoes last year. You gave me a pair, and now I have 20. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's just going nuts for the summer. Uh, shout out to everybody who's buying shoes. Send us pictures of what you guys are buying, what you guys are rocking too, and uh, we'll talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. Definitely. The the release I'm most excited about are the black, the black Yeezys. The out. the Vantas and then the the black reflectives. I don't give a fuck about the reflectives. I'm sure he's going to come out with a non-reflective pair. Uh, that would be cool. If he doesn't, though, those are going to resell for stupid money. Yeah, I would I would like a pair of seven hundreds. They're so just, nice, man. I just can't bring myself to spend three hundred. That's too. Yeah, I can't either. It's so steep for just retail, like three hundred off the gate. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah, I mean it's the same thing. I mean I get the Fear of God collab with the these the Frosted Fear of Spurs. God though is a high end brand. So is so is Yeezy, and you know. So I guess we should expect those those price marks. But the thing about the Fear of God and Nike Air. That silhouette of that shoe is so beautiful. Yeah. Even though I don't think I could personally wear it, that uh, spruce, I've frosted spruce. I've worn my one eighties a lot. The yeah. ones that, that I've got, the yeah. platinum 
or whatever the fuck they were called. I don't know. The silver ones. Yeah. I like those. I've worn them probably four or five times since I've gotten them. Um, yeah, shout out Jerry Lorenzo from Fear of yes. God. I love... I mean, he's a very intuitive guy. Train uh, was kind of with Kanye's group. You know, him, Virgil, Kanye. They are sort of in charge of what's hot in streetwear right now. I mean, you know? they're they're all their their friends and they're all their competition. Really, yeah. They're not even competition, man. They're all. Uh, Jerry said everybody's donned at the end of the yeah. day. You know, so which was which is Kanye's. You know, yeah. So to finish out, yeah, I've got the. New York to Paris. Those are those. Are I some wanted sweet, both. Some sweet SBs. I had the I had the money to get both, and I went in for both on sneakers, and I didn't get both. Oh my god, these. I'm but a, so I'm in that denim black pocket tee. The Carhartt pocket tee. Uh, we call them the Kobler pocket tees around here. Yeah. And uh, always got bar the heart, sorry the Barhart Barhart. Oh yeah, guys. So, YG yeah. for honey. Yeah, got that. Got on the car heart and the wooden beads. Shalom. Yeah, the one, yeah. Shalom to you, right. brother. I got on Gucci flip flops and khakis. I keep it regular, and, and they're real. <laughs> they're keep real. It, as keep fuck. it regular. I keep it real. Oh, dude, I'm regular as shit. All right, I'm gonna die in some khaki shorts. I think. You know, like I, I think people people don't think about this too often. But do you ever think about like what you're gonna be wearing when you die? You don't think about it? Like what those, outfit? I better be there in those Travis Scott ones. Yeah. No no no. You gotta you gotta keep those on the surface for your children, dude. Nah. Nah. <laughs> He's like, nah, bury me I'm in the bitches. Shit with me. Taking them with me. The June is looking kinda light for me on, on shoes, which is good because I have a vacation to pay for. <laughs> those uh those fly knit Jordan fours, they were talking about those last year. The neon yellow I think I guess it's the Volt colorway that they've done the off white collabs in. They're pretty cool. I just can't rock them. Like, I wouldn't know how to wear those. No. But the orange ones are pretty sick. I mean, they're all good-looking shoe. I just don't know how to wear it. I just I don't like the fly knit on the floor. Yeah. The Jordan 4 Retro, that yellow colorway right there to the left. This one here? Those are pretty sweet. No, no, no. Oh, Fuck oh. the Jordan one. Oh, you're talking about those? <laughs> the Ferrari? Yeah. Yeah. Those are sick. University Gold. You like those? Yeah. Well, that's, that's the ones you were wanting your dad to go... Drive for you, weren't they? 14s? Yeah. 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 I like the 14s. I like the cap and gown 13s. Those are cool. Um, Those are cool. I, but I, I like not enough for me to 13. buy them. This one down here is a Jordan 1 in, inspired by shipping. What is that one called? First class flight. It doesn't really have a, an actual release date yet. It just says July. Yeah. And it's it's, it's interesting. A... It's got like the size on the, on the tongue. It's very much Virgil inspired. Pretty much like everything Nike's putting out right now. Anything on the Jordan One, it has to look kind of off-white inspired. Yeah, and I mean they're still doing the classics. Are they like, re-releasing the, the Bordeaux's, the Sevens? What are those? Oh no, those are the new. The, that's a, the Jordan Six, the PSGs. Yeah. I want a pair of those, guys. I might try for those. Yeah. Those might that's, get me out of retirement. That's July, and right now there's only four release dates for July. Yeah, so those might get me out of retirement, boys. So nah, I, you probably won't catch me till August, dude. One more thing I want to. I want to talk about is Cola Kicks got shouted out on uh, Full Size Run. Did they? Yeah. That's the one in Columbia. Shout out Cola Kicks, man. You guys are doing big things. We support local businesses. Yes. So shout out to Cola Kicks. Let us know what you guys Get some more 11 and a half. Y'all get some money. Yeah. Get whenever, uh, whatever you guys want to send us. Uh, Send us your shoes, guys. (laughs) No, I'm just telling you. If you get more 11 and a half, you'll probably get some some money from it. If you get some 13, then... I'd probably buy them if they're not overpriced. How about that? Yeah. So, shoe buys for me going to be light. I'm going on vacation. Yeah. I, I'm still looking for more dad shoes, boys. I'm going to keep get collecting you, dad your, shoes. Get you some Monarchs. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm not ready to stoop that low yet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right now, that's borderline grandfather. Yeah, it's the, that's grandfather shoe. Yeah. And I'm too bald to be rocking grandpa's shoes. You know? It's got to look somewhat ironic. All right. Beast Coast. Escape from New York. You're not feeling this one? No, I liked it a lot. Hey, will you will you show some excitement, man? I, I liked it a lot. Can I get some excitement out of you? Bruh? It wasn't that exciting. Beast Coast. Escape from New York. I know we, I marketed this on, on Twitter as like this heavyweight bout and <laughs> YG came out and oh. knocked out first round. Well, spoiler alert! If this was yeah, if this, no, 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 if this was a uh, if this was a fight, this would probably go to the third. 
I would say YG would be holding off Beast Coast early in the first with uh, some good wrestling, some good grappling, a.k.a. some good West Coast tracks. But then Beast Coast comes in a little bit. They're losing in the first half, you know. You thought so. Yeah. In the first half of the album? Yeah. First half, there's not a lot hitting for me here. Wow. Uh, I'm not saying it was bad, but to me the album picks up after distance. Everything from seven down, I really, really play heavy. I almost skipped the first six tracks. I really just don't listen to the first six pretty much. That's crazy because literally the top it's half polar of the album, opposite for you. The top half of the album was what I was rocking with. Dude, let's talk about it. Then. The last Why? Okay, we won't get into like all the specifics. No, no, since no. This is the end, but ten the track 10, 11, 12, 13, all scored below a five. For me. What? What? I just Desperado. Like the Fuck oh that my book. god! Desperado loading hollows. Michi Darko kills. He, I like him a lot. Michi Michi Darko to me, man. He really does ex- exhibit some Tupac-inspired yeah. tendencies with even his rhyme schemes, the way he sounds so gruff on tracks. Missy, to me, steals the show. Anytime I saw him featured on here, he's my favorite uh, fan of... He's my favorite uh, artist off Flatbush Zombies. Uh, Juice, of course, is great from Flatbush. Um, but before we get too, too, much, too much deeper into that, we're going to talk about that. Because that's very interesting that you and I are pretty much polar opposites on this one. I thought we'd be a little bit closer. Let's talk about what Beast Coast is. Because some people might be confused, but Beast Coast is essentially the 2014 underground scene in New York. Coming together, you've got Flatbush Zombies, you've got the Underachievers, Kirk Knight, uh, Nick Caution, Joey Badass, Pro Era's in here, of course. And uh, I think that's everybody. An AK. It's a gold too. Who is who is Eric the Architect with? Eric the Architect is with Flatbush Zombies, okay. and that's he what did. I, I think he did a lot of production on here because it is very much Flatbush Zombie esque. And See, Eric I, also raps. I like Flatbush Zombies a lot, but I never Love really, Flatbush. I never really got into them heavy. Like where they're like in a heavy rotation. Like are they? Better Amazing. off, yes. better off dead. The mixtape was to me. It just I played it nonstop for like four months. I played it nonstop, probably around 2015, 2016. And Palm Trees is a great song. If you guys have never heard of Flatbush Zombies, go listen to Palm Trees. Underachievers also, they're dope. Too. Underachievers, Underachievers are great. They have a very already kind of a stacked discography because they just put out so much music. But anyways, I was very excited for this because. For some reason in New York, historically, New York has always been like, hip-hop groups never got together in New York. You know, it was always like, fuck you, I'm better than you, I can yeah. rap better than you. But the thing about the South was the strength comes from the fact that everybody collaborates with everybody mm-hmm. down here. That's why we, the South rules hip-hop for so so long, and... Beast Coast was really just in New York kind of throwing their, their hat in and saying, like, hey, we've got something up here. You think maybe it was a little bit to, to too do late? With, well, yeah, but you think it may be a little bit to do with what we saw in Chicago, like with the grime movement and how a lot of those artists who kind of have grime? a New York mentality. I mean, not grime, the drill scene. Drill movement. You know how they all came together, like a lot of them came together in Chicago. They kind of have the same outlook as, like, I think no. I'm better than you. No, 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 no. Drilled music, dude, that's some gang shit that they just throw tracks over. Those are actually just death threats. And then and then you some for some reason somebody throws a beat over it. There's not the same at all. I think drill music is I'm not saying the music's the same, no, but no, no, you think no. even how the they culture, came together. No. Fuck no, fuck no. Dude, Chief Keith tweeted laughing at somebody's death when when that's drill music was coming out. They have no real there's no real camaraderie there. What I would compare Beast Coast to, the closest thing I could compare them to maybe would be probably like a Rich Gang, you know, where it was like a conglomerate of just artists who all have yeah. like the same sound coming together for one project. Because I don't really know how much longer this is going to go on for, if this is going to be a second Beast Coast no, and I mean, album, you know. I know that really, you look at it, the, the biggest thing, you could take Joy Badass out of this if they did a follow-up album. I mean, I, I, we all Dude, love Joy Badass, and he killed every though. track he was Distance on. Distance was so good on that. 
But he's probably the hardest one to pin down schedule-wise to don't, do something like this. Kirk Knight, man. Kirk Knight's really busy. CJ Fly. CJ Fly's really, really known. Flatbush Zombies are always on tour. Yeah. Everybody here, these are all touring artists. I think with with having Joey on this, you get a little more of like just the maybe casual hip-hop fan to mm-hmm. tune in for Definitely. Joey. Definitely. I think if, you, if we saw an Escape from New York Volume 2 and Joey wasn't on it, I think it would still be up to close to the level this is the issue i have with this is uh well what i what i have what you're saying is this is not gonna attract a casual fan at all this is a this is very much a underground hip-hop album and only that you know i can't really recommend this to a pop fan base no but i think the people like that are that know who joey badass is if you went to this because there's i'm sure there's a lot of joey badass people that don't know about no, 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 they definitely don't know about Beast Coast. Like, I feel like Beast Coast, this is very, this has been talked about in the underground since, like, 2013, 2014. No, I think you missed it. I'm saying, like, the people that know about Joey Badass. Yeah, will most come of to them, this. We'll most come. of the people that probably know about Joey Badass mm-hmm. may not know about Flatbush Zombies. Right, right. So those people are going to come to this. Right. Yeah, Joey Badass's Joey. name does bring some, does bring more eyes on the project. Uh, the issue I have with it, though, is... His his features are kind of short on yeah, this. Yeah, they were very short. You know, he didn't really put too much in. And with with as many people that are featured on this album, that might be the reason why. Like, not a lot of people... I mean, there's so many people on this, everybody has to kind of get a verse in. Yeah. But what I liked on all these tracks was, even the ones that I wasn't a big fan of, they really do uh, flow very well. For the amount of artists on here, this could have sounded like a clusterfuck. Yeah, and really and messy, but it doesn't. It sounds very well put together, and uh, the concept is there. Yeah, I think I could tell they had chemistry together. Absolutely. Uh, I don't know. I think looking at a project with this many hands, I think I'd rather hear like a Joey Badass song with like a feature with Michi Darko and give all these guys a spotlight, but say, hey, this is hey, you've got track two, seven, and and ten. Mm-hmm. Do your best on these three tracks, and you get the same amount of time from them. You just don't hear them on different beats. You want it more uh, segmented, like they get personally. This song, the, but this is very to the style of all of these artists, with maybe the exception of modern Joey Badass. Like the Flatbush Zombies is very choppy yeah. because they have underachievers and Flatbush Zombies have a lot of a uh, lot. Like it was very them. Common. Yeah, but that's just. I think that's part of the reason that I've not really just loved Flatbush Zombies. I, I guess I could understand that. For me, the best song, one of the best songs on here, I think it was Rubber Band. That oh, was a good my example favorite of song. Like, okay, so that was really good. What I liked, what I liked on here though, again, I did like the, I did like the first song too. the The thing that I like though about the second half is it's more energized and it's more so just like rapidy rap. Yeah, which is what I want from this sort of album. And maybe that's it. Just suits me in that case, but and also Michi Darko on Desperado is just so he sounds so hard on the. Hook. I just what I what I wrote about the last tracks. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the like the use of auto tune. I liked the vibe from the top half better. Just more of like the just like kind of like you said, just rapidly rap. Snow in the stadium is almost more of like a reggae song, which I liked about it. And it's just very smooth yeah. production. All the production on Joe, here is. I would jazzy. not have known that was Joey Badass if I didn't read on the, it. I'm genius. On the hook? Of, uh, yeah, the accent that he uses. Yeah, he's he's from. Uh, oh my goodness, I can't I can't remember. He's from a. Uh, hang on, I'm gonna look Bro, it up. Alexa, where is Joey Badass from? Joey Badass was born in New York City, New York. Hang on. Thank you for that. No, not her. We knew not that. her though, but he is fam- the Caribbean. Okay. St. Lucia. St. Lucia, which is in the Caribbean. So, and he's Jamaican on his father's side. Because I knew he did have some yeah. island uh, some island in him, but so yeah. But he definitely thickens it up because in his definitely. interviews, you can tell that he But he grew has up that, listening that. to it and it sounds very authentic. Which, as opposed to the to the Drake sound, to the Drake sound, yeah. right? Drake sound doesn't sound very natural, very organic. Joey's Joey Badass sounds great on Snow in the Stadium. Yeah, uh, I like I said, I didn't hate the top half. I just enjoyed the bottom half a lot more. But 
From what from what you're saying, you you enjoyed more just the natural sound yes. on the on the it top. It was. I mean, it was technically proficient. Mm-hmm. I kind of view this the same way I view like strange music, mm-hmm. like that group, uh, like strange. All those guys, not all of them, but the majority of them are very you very talented. It to sound good. Yeah, I, I know what to expect, but it's just very technical, and you can kind of get lost in that. Like all of this is very technically proficient. I can't really find a flaw aside from the, the I don't like the auto tune in some of the the songs. And that just kind of runs together sometimes for me and gets boring. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because I don't have the like connection with that scene of hip hop like I do with with others. Like I said as well, I think had this collaboration come out in 2014, you would see a lot more hype behind it. But what I appreciated was they did seem like they took their time to really trim the fat. Yeah, I mean, and pick really good tracks because this could have sounded like a mess. Yeah, that's, you already, I mean, you said it would be a clusterfuck, and it's hard to get this many people get their vocals to the same because they probably weren't recorded at the same time. No, 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 no. So the guy that's rapping ten seconds behind you could that could have been recorded six months ago. Yeah, it sounds like they were all in the studio together. Yeah. Though. When you hear it, you're like, you could easily just think like, um, all Flatbush, all Underachievers were all in there together. Yeah. So. Well, that's really something. To I mean, the admire. chemistry is is fantastic. It's very hard to get. I mean, not even just so much the sound, but to get this many people to work together. I mean, you, it, that's very difficult. What I will say, because of that technical proficiency, because of the all the production being very jazzy, a little bit uh, distorted on the bottom half of the tracks, yeah. which which is what I why I like the the bottom half more. The production does seem to change up a little bit because the top half. The production is kind of samey, so I did. Yeah. I do get lost in, like you said, the technical proficiency of it. Does make it harder to enjoy as just a song, where a song like Distance, that's just to me, that's just a banger. You know, like you can enjoy that just as a song, yeah. but sometimes some of these tracks, they do feel like they blend together. The top half to me blends together more than the bottom half. I zone out a little bit more, but all the production. On here is very close, minus a few tracks just jumping out a little bit more than others. But sometimes that production, even though it's very technically proficient, it does get samey. It just this album does have a tendency to get a little samey. Yeah. What are you rating it? It got a six. It actually got a six point one five. Total six. <laughs> I would give it a seven. Okay. I think it's definitely better than I think if we're doing West Coast first. Versus Beast Coast, Beast Coast definitely beats out the West Coast on this track. On the, in this case, in this comparison, if you're yeah. comparing Beast Coast to For Real, For Real, yeah, yeah, Beast I shouldn't Coast say it's all West Coast because yeah. <laughs> that that wouldn't be the case. Yeah, it, if you're comparing West Coast, and because see, what, East Coast and New York is kind of different. Different, it is very different. So this so, is very much just like if you're saying West Coast or New York, I'm picking West Coast. Right. If I have to judge the whole catalog, right. West Coast is getting big. But in this case, For Real versus Escape from New York. Escape from New York is the better album of the two. However, both albums were a little bit underwhelming. Yeah. I was a little bit underwhelmed by both. The reason why I was underwhelmed by the Beast Coast one is the hype for this, for me, was building up for a long time. And then they kind of did this, uh, they did this YouTube show on the Flatbush Zombies channel to promote it. And it looked fun. It looked like they had fun making it. Yeah. But it's not something that I'm going to maybe go back to, you know, yeah, the, a year from neither, now. Yeah, from neither now. of these albums had huge replay value for me. I May, mean, Rubber Band it is already in my... I reserve, the right, I reserve the right to change my mind about the Beast Coast album because with Flatbush Zombies, sometimes it, the more I listen to it, the more I end up liking it. Even though I have listened to both albums... Dude, all week I've been playing yeah, them Yeah, that's all I've been listening to. But I reserve the right to maybe enjoy this one later, or maybe when I get a break from it and I can listen to it just to enjoy it and not to review it. Maybe I might like it more. Yeah. But for right now, I'd give it a 7. And I mean, I, I, I really can agree with that. I'm not going to actively come back to it if it comes on and I'm like, okay, I'm liking this now. Like you said, I'll, I'll, I'll think about it. But and I'm just I wanted I want to really give a shout out to the fact that this was not an easy thing to pull off. No, so I want to give all. them huge props for that because I don't want to say this is a bad album at all. It's not. It's a very it's it's a good it's well put together. It's just not blowing me away. 
Yeah. So that's why it gets that seven. I'll go back to two tracks, and that's Rubber Band and Far Away. I would go back to uh, I would go back to the first song. It ain't easy. I would go back to Distance. I'd go back to um, Rubber Band. I would go back to Desperado. I would go back to Coast Clear. And uh, yeah, those are my five. Those are my five. So, but it was a really good attempt. And if they do come out with another album, I would listen to it again. You know. This yeah, didn't I would, leave I would me with a bad taste. So shout out to them. Shout out to YG too. Even though it wasn't my favorite from him, I'll I'll always be looking for more YG music. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Yeah. What you been spending? Oh, let's see. Let's see what Apple's got to tell me I've been listening to. <laughs> um I'm definitely gonna put that Cardi B track in rotation. Oh yeah, you you did like it then. Yeah. I I mean I, what do you score in that one? I've yeah. only listened to it. Twice. Twice, so I can't really score it. Okay. I'll, I'll, we're going to ask you next one. Okay. I've been working on some new playlists, guys. At HLH Hockum. H-A-K-U-M is my, uh, is my uh, Apple Music name. You guys can follow me on there, but I've been really putting together some good playlists. I got an HLH Suggests. Uh, some songs that I've pulled from my... My playlist, and I'm pulling some from yours as well. I've been adding. I'm going to add on to that. So we're going to have that on my uh, Apple Music. So what else have you been listening to? I'm kind of pissed that Apple just. I played literally Miley like Cyrus. 40 seconds and it says of Miley you're Cyrus. To Miley Cyrus. Yeah. and I'm listening to that. <laughs> so I've been. I've really been listening to For Real, For Real a lot and Escape from New York. Um, mm-hmm. The the London the single that J Cole, Travis Scott, and Young Thug put out. That's a great song. To that. Al Green Essentials, that's always in there. Always in there. And then an old, like, BJ the Chicago Kid EP tape. You feel a little, you had a little R&B moments. Yeah. Well, what happened, I, I, Al Green, really, if, if any of y'all follow me, it's he's always in the... the You're always playing Al Green? Al Green is fire. That's but incredible. What, what, the reason I started listening to this is, do you use your radio station at all? What do you mean? So if you go on to radio on Apple Music, oh, like you playing radio, my station, yeah, yeah, and it'll play. Sometimes it'll play rock if you have rock, and right. it's, it's so it started, started me out playing with Nirvana the other day. Yeah. I was like, hell yeah! So it started playing that, and I was like, damn, I forgot about this album. So I, that's why I went back and listened. Okay, but mainly just for real, for real, and Escape from New York. I've been playing. Uh, I I remember I I did a uh, I did a recommendation for Kenichu Nishihara that jazz album mm-hmm. that I that I recommended. They came out with the uh, Elastic Afterwards. These are all instrumentals, dude. I just want to play a little bit of this one. Whoops, sorry guys, didn't mean to blow your ears out. This shit just relaxing. I played like Modern Warfare. Is it blurred out? Yeah. Reminds me of the there's a Death Grips cover. <laughs> yeah. No Love Deep Web, he's talking about. Because that was a dick on the yeah. cover. I have that on vinyl, dude. It's it? uncensored. Just a big dick, and the, it comes in a black wrapping. Oh uh, yeah, like like nudie mags. You can't, yeah, yeah. It's kind of it's. That's one of my favorite albums. I'm sorry, guys. I'm talking over this, but you know, you fuck with that. Yeah, you coming out of like left field with that. This is something similar. Um, so I've been listening to that, but Kenichi Nishihara. What is that one? It's Hip Trip. I don't know how I found it. Play something. It's like what? jazz rock. And this is from 2015. Oh, dude, me and Jake are gonna start doing the swing and start talking about the the speakeasies. You want a drink, me, Sally? It reminded me of Fallout soundtrack. Yeah. Now that that song, there, there's some more that's a little more upbeat. Have you heard? That's that's, that's pretty. Beams. Will you send me that one? Yeah, it's called the album is called Beams. It's by a group called Hip Trip. Hip Trip. Man, we are coming with some little alternative start for us, but. Another, have you heard this track, Proud of Me, feed, uh, Lil Keed, featuring Young Thug? Yes, I did listen to that. Dude, I think this came out a couple months ago, didn't it? I, saw, I, well, I listened to it today, actually. I saw it on your Suggest thing. Lil Keed, man, I've kind of been sleeping on him. I need to listen to him. He's more. in the 2019 voting list. My, or XXL. I could, this is kind of, this was a good track. They have a lot of chemistry together. Except for those fucking pop claps, guys. Those fucking pop claps are here. Back. Send that to yourself. Okay. iPad doesn't have your, your contacts. 
I'd have told you, I almost told you to just say it, but then <laughs> yeah, the no. Charles Barkley commercial. Yeah. Have you seen that one? No, what happened? When uh, Charles Barkley gives out his phone number to Spike Lee oh, fuck in that. the crowd. Sorry, guys, I'm not like, giving out my number. Yeah. But I like this song. Yeah. So, been listening to that. A lot of, a lot of like, newer trap for some reason. Guys, why is the baby being forced down our throats? Do you see I, the appeal or no? Mm. We need to talk about him because he's he was featured on YG's uh, the remix, remix of one. Of the I listened to there. part of that album that he put out or EP. It, I'm I'm gonna listen to the album like the actual album when it comes out because he is we're from, gonna review. He's it. from North Carolina. Oh okay, yeah. he has a he's very authentic. Very yeah, street because you've been we've been he here. Posted he, up that video he's of slapping him. the shit out of people. Oh, he beat clubs, the shit out of some guy at the like the Louis store. Stomped him out, but the guy said he was fine. He posted a video back said, "Yeah, they tapped me up, but there was like six of them. They kind of hit like bitches, and he looked fine overall. But uh, yeah, I'm not sure how to feel on the baby. Uh, my no, friend Alexis, is, she's really big into him, but I'm not. I'm still not 100. This is sure. what I'm saying, like. Learn from fucking six nine and all these other people's mistakes. Don't be posting up videos of you stomping dudes out. Yeah, but little—I mean, little Dirk turned himself in for murder, though. You yeah. heard about that? And the, all these guys—it's so sad, man. Like, you build up this career and then it just goes away. Yep. The good note is, don't ruin your fucking career by being by trying to be street. Don't yeah. do it by going backwards. Look at Rick Ross. Yeah, Rick look Ross at Rick is sitting Ross. in mansions. He's been lying to y'all. Yep. And it's for entertainment. And it's he's, like a movie. He's living in an old boxer's mansion. Yeah. That's like 30,000 square feet. Some yeah. crazy shit like that. Wasn't so. it Holyfield? Yeah, Vander yeah. Holyfield's old place. Yeah. yeah, outside of Georgia. Also, one last thing I've been listening to, guys, was the new Denzel Curry Project Zoo. Yes. Came out. I've only listened to the top two tracks because that's all I can fit in between here and work. Guys, I'm... We're going to review it, of yes. course, Jake. Next week, I think that'll be the one we're going to review, without a doubt. Um, wow. An homage to the to the Florida scene, without a doubt. And you, I, I think you're going to really that. enjoy it. I haven't listened beyond that first. I mean, I don't want to listen to, what was it? Is it the name of the somebody? Ricky. Yeah. Ricky and what was the other one, the single that came Speedboat. out? Speedboat. Yep. Or Tom. Speed so I've listened, I guess, to four tracks. Okay. So so definitely check that out. And um, one more thing. Flying Lotus album. I listen, I haven't listened all the way through. Flamagar, fl- Flamagra, I think. <laughs> Flama, Flamagra. Flamagra. There we go. I'm sorry if I'm butchering it. But yes, Flying Lotus put out an album. Flying Lotus Cosmogramma is one of my favorite projects of all time. So that's a shout out to uh, my... E thoughts yeah. on Instagram. Thank you, ladies, for posting. Uh, but yeah, so listening to that, a lot of new stuff coming out that we're we're of course going to talk about on here. Absolutely. So, do you have anything for the good note, brother? No. Keep in keep in mind we, we I may we we're going to get dislocated or relocated. We're going to get relocated. Yes, <laughs> dislocated. So you may get a break in content. We've got some evergreen episodes for you guys. Um, so. And How many of those we're going to put out? One or two, you think? Depends on how long we're out of the right. out of the studio. They're doing some repairs. I know we've re- mentioned it in previous episodes, yeah. but we will be having to move out for a few days. Uh, but we're going to try to hit y'all with some content. Definitely. So definitely. And if uh, if we need to relocate, you know, Jake knows the location. We have a second studio yeah. somewhere, and we have mobile equipment too. Yeah. We got to remember this used to get done in a closet. Yeah, we really did come from the closet yeah. to the mansion. Okay. Easy there. Came from the closet to the mansion. Yeah. Started from the bottom down here. Yeah. We, yeah, we came we out the closet. The we Guys. were on the bottom floor. We were on the bottom floor, and now literally we're on the top floor. Shout out Wiz Khalifa. Yeah. Oh, man. We need to listen to that album. Yeah. We should do throwback reviews. These are all things we should talk about off air. Who knows? If you want to hear some throwback albums, I'm just send them saying, on. We need to give Wiz a, a shot. We need to rank Wiz's albums, man. Okay. If y'all want to hear us talk about Wiz, we'll do it. We should, because this Joe Rogan podcast kind of reminded me how much we don't appreciate Wiz sometimes as a staple in hip-hop. Oh, yeah. You know? Not necessarily hip-hop. like a legend, but just, you know, kind of like Snoop, man. 
Yeah, he was very much our generation Snoop. Yeah, he's definitely a character in uh, in hip hop. So yeah, yeah. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Follow us at HLHPO. We're doing a lot more on the Instagram. Send me your mixtapes. Send me your send us your mixtapes. Jake'll Jake'll take a listen when he can, and uh, maybe you'll get reviewed on here. Who knows? But uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed it. Y'all have a good night. Peace. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to another episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. We appreciate you spending your time with us. Don't forget to share us with your family and friends. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HLHPO. Once again, that's HLHPO. Thanks for the support. And until next time, see ya.